We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Brunson fires down court for Reddish. He dribbles it out, and the Knicks hang on. Big fourth quarter comeback. They defeat the Sixers 106 to 104. Yeah, good perseverance, but they did it the hard way. He rolls a bound. There's one right there. Reddish doing an excellent job on the offensive defense, topping the big three balls. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start out this post game 106 104 Knicks win over the Philadelphia 76ers in Philadelphia by throwing it back to Knicks film school himself. <laughs> We're not there yet, Andrew. We're almost there. Throwing it back to Knicks film school himself, Jeffrey Ballone, who was on the pod today. And references, we were talking about why the hell we watch these maddening teams that we watch. And he's like, you watch because you might see something on any given night that you never saw before and that you might never see again. And tonight, I think I witnessed perhaps the most knuckleheaded thick skulled um stubborn obstinate head coach in the history of the National Basketball Association completely loses his mind for i don't know 12 minutes uh maybe a little bit longer i, I it's rare that i say this and i'm going to bring on Andrew Claudio Andrew pop on here <laughs> it's rare <laughs> this team has done a lot of shit in the last 30 years that I've watched them on and off the court. Very little of it leaves me speechless. It, what I just saw mm -hmm. left me speechless. I'm so confused. I got to be totally honest with you. So many decisions that we are trained to believe would never happen. Aside from the OB Randall stuff, like Derek Rose didn't play the whole, whole second half, right? Cam Reddish didn't start. Came in with the second unit. It came in with the no, starters no. at the hold end. Hold on, of hold on. Okay, go ahead. It, it, it's it's more than that. It's more than that. Stay on. He not he doesn't start. Quentin Grimes starts. Doesn't go mm -hmm. well. Well, not that it doesn't go well. It's it not you know the most. I thought we were headed for a DNP. That's my yeah, point. Whatever. Fournier comes in, plays like a guy who is hoping that a a European team offers the Knicks to to buy him out so we mm -hmm. can go play over there. 
Cam Reddish comes in, plays most of the second quarter. Arguably, were it not for Memphis, the Memphis game, arguably his best appearance of the season. And the second half doesn't get off the bench until six and a half minutes yep. left in the fourth quarter. Cam Reddish played 15 minutes tonight. was plus 19 for the game. And then, he closes, game. and then he closes the game. You could argue that he was the Knicks best player tonight. Yes. Um, you mentioned Obi and Randall together. Um, you mentioned I got it ready. I got it ready. We're okay. on our way, so, John. We're on our so way. I only have. Let me see if I could do some quick math in my head. I only have 90 minutes to go. Little, little less than 90 minutes to go until but, I cover our preseason bet over under 100.5 minutes that yes. Obi and Randall play together because they finished the game together the last 10 and a half minutes with no much of Robinson who left the game at halftime with a, some kind of a knee injury. We're still waiting update on that. And uh, Isaiah Hartenstein uh, simply was, I guess, not as effective as, um, you know, maybe Tom would have liked. I, I just, I am literally in every way that a person can be. I'm stunned. I'm stunned by a few things. And I don't, I don't really know where to get begin. So I just needed you to help me get through this a little, this initial intro. And that's, that's. You're, you're welcome. And look. My only two cents, I'll just give a shout out to the pregame show because the Tibbs will never change. Hive was live and well and with good reason. You saw a desperate man turn to every single possible lineup uh, combination that he we thought he'd never try. The Cam Reddish element of this is the most confusing contributions from antiheroes across the board. It seemed like he was grasping. It seemed like he was grasping at straws. Yes. And I, I tweeted out as a fourth quarter started and the Knicks were down by uh, nine. And they, they eventually, I think, went down by 12 briefly, if mm-hmm. memory serves. Uh, that he, I, I essentially tweeted out that he was playing for his, or coaching for his job. Not like he was going to get fired tonight. But the if countdown they lost this game, start, yeah. Yeah. If, if, if they lost this game tonight with no Embiid, no Harden, no Daniel, uh, Daniel House, Who's at least been a rotation player for them with all these with all these backups in Philly? If they lost this game tonight, and in the way it it felt like they were going to lose it, with just the sloppiest basketball you could ever want to see, and Randall reverting back to form, and all the stuff we'll talk about tonight, um, to me, it felt like okay, we could now I, even after eight games, we could we could start to and look maybe they go out tomorrow night against Boston and they go right back on that train. That's honestly the most fascinating part. As much as what we saw the last, whatever, 10 and a half minutes, 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. What happens tomorrow? What's What's next? next? Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's like a cliffhanger at the end of a a season of television where the season of television wasn't that, wasn't that great. Um, Had a couple moments, but largely was like, why the fuck (laughs) am I watching this? And then the way it leaves off, you're like, holy shit. When, When is season two coming out? I got to see season two. First of all, I too watched The Walking Dead. Um, and I like I, I've joined in on the tips criticism and it's been warranted. You've even started to just like understand it at least. And there'll be some tonight. There'll be a lot of. Tips oh, there, well, there, there absolutely will be. As there should be. The, the last 10 minutes, though, you saw I was waiting for the substitution where it's like, all right, I eventually have to go back to Hartenstein. I was like, no, this is working. It, it will will finish the game with this. He tried everything, which is all anybody's ever wanted, is that you'll try the things that might work. And lo and behold, the Knicks get a W. Again, a, a W they had to get, a W they should have gotten. But I, I'll say one other thing, because I, I again, I have a feeling it's going to be mostly negative against Tibbs tonight. And I... Oh, no. I think you're headed the opposite way. 
Uh, well, well, listen, we'll find out soon enough. I'll be, you you can update me. Uh, maybe put a poll out on 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 Twitter as we're mm-hmm. as we're doing the post or put a poll in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'll say this for him. The reason I tweeted that out is to me after that loss against Atlanta and the way they lost it, they needed to come out tonight from the opening tip and leave just basically quell the fears like we want this guy to be our coach. We're going to play like we want him to be our coach. And the way they play in the fourth quarter, listen, you could tell me they were playing for pride and they don't give a fuck about tips. And I would believe you because I have absolutely nothing to believe otherwise. But they certainly played like a team who was desperate and they wanted to get this win, whether they wanted to get it for the coach or whether they wanted to just get it for themselves because they didn't want to go to three and five and have this thing fall apart before you know it. Different story. Um, I don't know, but I, I, I don't have anything else to say. I, I want to just I'm curious where people are at tonight because I'm just I'm so fascinated. Um, I, we should probably give just a couple shout outs to the people who played good games. We talked about Cam. You said he was that can't be real. That what? stat that you read. He was plus he, 19, plus 19 15 in 15 minutes. minutes. In a in a I'll put the box score up. Plus 19 Unbelievable. in 15 minutes of a game that was decided by two points. And he again, you said it. He played eight minutes or seven minutes. Yeah, eight minutes in the second quarter, seven minutes in the fourth quarter. Those are the only stints that he played in this game. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Quentin, poor Quentin Grimes. Um, I, 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 this is not reflective of, of him at all, but just goes to show you how things work out sometimes. Minus 20 in his 15 minutes, uh, which that that checks out. Um, RJ Barrett played a nice game. Uh, mm-hmm. 22 points, 16 field goals. He was efficient. He only hit two of eight from deep, but I thought he was overall pretty good. Nine rebounds, a couple of nice passes, which I like. Jalen Brunson missed the free throw at the end, made us all a little nervous, but 23 <laughs> points on 15 shots. Um, I'm going to save my Randall thoughts until somebody brings it up. Mm. And I'll just leave it at that for now. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll hop down this. My only thought on Randall, uh, I, I want to, I don't want to bury the lead too much. Um, I was so frustrated with him. And then he had the pass to Obi and the four clutch free throws. So it's like making something out of this shit sandwich. Fine. But You'd I'm, like, done, I'm done grading on a curve. Is, you, is more you'd point. like to think something clicked for him at some point there. I mean, before he checked back into the game to finish the game where it was like, it's not about me. I'd love to believe mm-hmm. that. I'd love to believe that. Um, Listen, I, the pass to Obi, that's a shot he takes. Like, yeah, no. And he and, and I, I had zero, zero issue with how he played in the final stint. Just to be very, very clear. It was the frustrations were in the beginning of the game. And Obi, you know, I mean, we'll end with Obi and then we'll get to the Super Chats. Um, 17 points on 10 shots, three of six from deep, including some absolutely massive, massive, massive uh, three point field goals down the stretch. Uh, did look like he was forcing it a little bit at times there in the fourth quarter. You know, we want to acknowledge that this is not a perfect player. You're going to you're going to get hurt on the glass when he's in there. You he's we saw some of the defensive limitations. Um, it seemed like the, the Sixers targeted him, targeted him there on a few possessions. But like, look, that's what we wanted right out of the season. We'll see what we have in this kid. Um, played 20 minutes, right? <laughs> that was 20 minute, 20 minute game. Exactly 20 minutes. Exactly 13, 20. 14 point, uh, 13 points in the fourth quarter and all three of his three pointers came. Just give me 20 quarter. a game. That's all. That's all I need. Give me 20 minutes a game from here. And, and we'll talk about what happens from here on in. But on that note, Andrew, you want to get started with? I'll uh, get down. You'll take. There is a poll up going up in a second. Great. Um, On the uh, on the KFS uh, in the, the chat. For those of you watching live, um, the question is, how was to how did Tibbs do tonight? It's good, bad, or I'll take it. 
So I think I know. I think I know what the what. The, um, I think I know what's gonna win, but I'll I'll leave it up to you guys. Um, hopefully a celebratory post game uh, after a next one. We shall see. Um, I just see Jonathan Wasserman tweeted out: Ob Toppin leads the Knicks in box plus minus, shooting fourteen from thirty, four thirty from three, averaging twenty four points for thirty six minutes, and is still averaging fewer than twenty minutes per game in season three. Getting a little silly, you think? And this is why I'm curious what the, what the poll ends up. All right, let's get to it. I cannot wait to see where the, the chats go tonight. Small Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian? I'm happy you're starting us off because you're always, I consider you very level-headed. Small lineup lives. Credit the adjustment and save the game. Obi and Julius together. Crazy. Fournier benched. Tibbs found Jesus, and I'm happy. Um, I, again, I think I'm going to be this way for a lot of this post game where I'm going to give a little praise and I'm going to give a little, uh, not, not, not so much praise. Yes. He benched Fournier to end the game, which was absolutely correct. And I think you're referring to, he benched Fournier uh, in the starting unit. I haven't said this publicly yet, but I will, I will say it now. Um, well, for one, anybody who saw my tweet earlier today knows that I heard something and, I wasn't sure of it, so I didn't report it. So I can't take credit for it, but I had heard it was going to be always Grimes for Fournier. Um, but that's not what I wanted to bring up. Credit to Ian Bagley because he had it back in the summer that they wanted to start Grimes. Um, and I believe, my own personal opinion, I believe Grimes would have been starting from day one had he not gotten hurt. And I think this was always the plan. So I think if you want to credit Tibbs for doing that, for I mean, I personally, again, think that this was always the organization's impetus, and I think Tibbs wanted it. That's who I've heard Tibbs wanted as the starter, so I think Tibbs still wants as the starter. Um, but Fournier still played how many minutes in this game? And based on how he played in the first half, he played 14 minutes. It does not look like a guy who should be out there right now, uh, quite frankly. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I tell you one thing, Again, I'm back. Most manning player in basketball, Cam Reddish. After what we saw tonight, again, arguably the best Nick. Arguably the best Nick in this game. All due respect to Obi Toppin. Cam Reddish, what are you going to take him out of the rotation? Are you going to stick with 11-man rotation? Questions. All the questions. Ryan Wong, what's going on, Ryan? Crazy rotation tonight, 11 men deep. God, when does Thibodeau ever go? He went 11 men. He played 11 guys. He would play seven if it was up to him. Uh, Cam sitting for the first 18 minutes of the second half and holy IQ Julius minutes. IQ's great with that pair for the defensive rebounds. Um, yeah, I thought quickly was good. We didn't mention him explicitly. I, I don't know how many field goals he made. I don't really care. Uh, I do believe he was one of seven. So it's, it's just it's incredible because he could have a shooting night like this. It's not a good shooting night. And I would have to go back and watch. I'm sure some of, the, some of those were shots that he should not have taken. But he is just a guy that you like having out there. And I was happy he got, you know, what did he get? 21 minutes tonight. There's still a world where this team makes sense. I don't know if it could happen under this coach. And it's not going to be perfect. But there's still a world where this team can make sense. Um We'll see if it does. Forgotten NYC. Am I a bad fan for wanting losses so Tibbs could get fired? Yeah, so this is what I thought we were going to get more of tonight. And look, if anybody has this viewpoint, if everybody was like, look, end the misery. Just get this man out of here. Uh, I'm 
some people might call you a bad fan. I mean, I, I can't root for losses. I was there pumping my fist in the fourth quarter. As you could tell, I'm like amped up. I'm so happy they got that win. I'm so excited. Um, but no, I won't blame you. But again, I could do this. With everyone in super chat comments tonight. I'm, I want to see what happens next. I want to see where it goes from here. Uh, good comment, though. Very good comment. Anthony Six, though. What's going on, Anthony? Going to take this W and choose to look forward to better days. I'll drink to that. Funky game. That is one way to describe it. Uh, does Reddish get back some cred for tonight? Hashtag 100 miles and Brun in. Hashtag second to Brun. Love the creativity on those. Um, Again, Cam to me, the Cam conversation is just a scaled down version of the Obi conversation. You know, we, the organization where they are at, they owe it to them. And I understand Obi's homegrown and Cam's not. And Cam has gotten a longer leash for sure at various points in time during his Atlanta tenure that Obi did not ever get here. But it is still a similar conversation in that these are talented players who could do things. And again, you saw Cam do some stuff tonight where it was like, oh my goodness gracious, if the light ever turned on for this guy. And I know we said the same thing after the first game in Memphis. And then the last six games, you know, we've had a couple flash flash bulbs going off, but nothing really sustainable. I don't know. I, he, he is a player much like Obi Toppin that leaves me at least wanting to see more other people may watch him and may be like you are an idiot uh you sh- you 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 are gullible and you deserve whatever you get with cam reddish and they, you know i don't know who's right maybe i'm right maybe they're right we'll see what happens see what happens next game right <sighs> jesus ryan wong again and lest we not forget jalen brunson is him yeah brunson you know he's He's not perfect. And I, I, he's, he, it's funny. Every time he misses a shot that's inside of 16 feet, I'm almost surprised he misses it. And then I have to check myself and remind, remind myself that, like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. He's still easily the most efficient high usage guy on the team. Again, just to, just to repeat it, the man scored 23 points on 15 shots. That dog will hunt any day of the week. That is just great stuff, especially when you throw in seven assists. Uh, six rebounds, and the team had 21 turnovers. You want to know how many of those turnovers Jalen Brunson had? One. It was an annoying one. It led to a fast break. I think a foul. Um, one turnover. You know, look elsewhere for your turnover blame. Meanwhile, my goodness, uh, maybe I shouldn't have been so quick to praise quickly. Four turnovers for him in 21 minutes. A couple of those were not great. And Derek Rose, four turnovers in seven minutes, not playing in the second half. Again, the questions abound. What is going on with Derek Rose? I feel like Brian Windhorst over here. Uh, thanks, Ryan. Uh, next up, Forgotten NYC. Sorry, John. I just had to be the one anti-Tibbs guy. I'm sure there's a lot of anti... Listen, I was coming on here prepared to be pretty anti... And I am a little anti-Tibbs after this. Because again, I don't know how to reconcile the fact... the the. <sighs> he is not a... like. If there was ever a time you figured... He was just going to lean into different shit and try different shit for the purpose of trying different shit. It would have been last season when the season was over. We all knew it was over. They had lost however many games, you know, in a row or they ended up being 17 out of 20 games. And he kept going with the same shit 
over and over and over. And we're in game eight. And he switched it up. Does I mean, is it does he is it because he thinks he's going to get fired if they start out, you know, whatever, four and 12 or something? I, I don't know. I, I just it's fascinating to me. It is utterly fascinating to me. And even within this game to not play Cam Reddish until six minutes left in the fourth quarter, is it's baffling. It's baffling. Utterly baffling. It's okay for guy in NYC. Um, Robert Cross, I can't wait to hear what Robert has to say. Is it fair and reasonable to say, nothing is fair and reasonable to say after this game, Robert, um, that the stirring victory will be the catalyst for a 53-win season? If so, is the tape on Obi Randall the key? Hashtag 53 wins. We haven't even talked about Mitchell Robinson. I'm sorry to deflect from your question, Robert. Um, Mitchell Robinson left with a knee injury. That's obviously a big deal. Um, at the same time, you know, are we getting those minutes if Mitch doesn't go down with an injury? Do the Knicks win this game if Mitchell Robinson doesn't go down with an injury? Does the Knicks offense ever play with the amount of verve and spark and all of those things against granted granted a Sixers team without a rim protector on the healthy roster all due respect to Paul Reed I don't consider him you know a rim protector uh by the way we saw some limitations Jericho Sims tonight so just got to point that out uh I that needs to be considered at the same time if you're going to play with these lineups, these Obi Randall minute lineups, like yeah, having a rim protector out there makes a difference, but the, like it also makes the defense's choices more difficult, and it makes their life harder. Uh, I just don't know what they do from here. Again, I don't. I want to see what happens next. And if you're giving me true serum, and I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, because I feel bad saying it, and I'll probably get a lot of pushback, and I, uh, but I have to say it anyway. If you put it, give me true serum and, and you ask me, John, are you curious to see what would happen if Mitchell Robinson missed the next five or six games? The answer is yes. After tonight, the answer is yes. I'm curious. I don't want, I would never root for anybody to get hurt or be hurt or be, you know, any of that stuff. And like Mitchell Robinson should still be an important part of this team. They have to figure out how to make Mitchell Robinson an important part of this team because they can't win without him. They need what he does, even though they are poorly constructed. And the fact that he cannot do anything on offense outside of lobs and putbacks hurts them in no uncertain terms. All of those things are true. And at the same time, I am wildly curious to see what the immediate future would look like if he was not available and they were forced to go with this sort of creativity moving forward for a little while. Just being honest. Tyler Michaels, what's going on, Tyler? Gutsy win! Sixers analyst said the Knicks defense is bad. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Knicks team defense tonight? I thought overall it was fine. Go Knicks. Mm, I thought the Sixers missed a lot of shots. Um, if I had to guess, I would say they shot around 33% from the field or from three. They shot 27.7% from three. So I actually gave them a little bit more credit. I thought they missed some open ones. I thought the Knicks defense was good in spots. I thought the Knicks defense on the fourth quarter was very good. Um, they still struggled with defensive rebounding tonight. The Sixers got 13 offensive rebounds and it felt like more. Um, 
the ones they got were like, man, you got to get that board. But 13 is not a lot. You could live with 13. It's not great, but you could live with it. Um, I don't know. I thought it was passable at best. But do I, do I think they were played bad defensively? No, I didn't think they played bad. I just think they didn't play particularly good either. Thanks for the question, Tyler. Um, Hannibal Miles, what's going on, Hannibal? This season will depend on Tibbs' ability to adjust to other teams and not remain stuck in set rotations. We saw a good example of that tonight. Uh, yes. Yes. <sighs> but in a perfect world, you you I think you want to have stuff that you could go to that you feel is your strength and you make other teams counter what you feel is your strength. Do they have the talent to do that? And that's where all the questions come in. And I think that's what a lot of these Twitter debates devolve down to is like, what kind of a roster are we really talking about here? Aside from the pieces fitting, how, how important is the depth? How important is his ability to mix and match? I think that's what you're getting at Hannibal, which is like, he's such a rigid coach and so stubborn in so many ways. And yet we saw tonight what won the game for him was, was his ability to do what you're saying. How do you blend that with like a base approach? Cause every team has to have a base approach, you know, a start, a starting lineup for instance, right? Like what is the next starting five moving forward? And like, does it work? And can they score enough points and can they stop people? I, it, it's a very interesting question to me. Um, obviously, your starting lineup is in everything. It, you know, and the talent does matter. It's a, it, it's a great it's a great comment. I'll say that. And it's going to it's something I'll think about moving forward. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, TK, what's going on? I'll give credit where it's due. Randall hitting those free throws were massive, but funny how when he stops taking shots, the Knicks start winning. <laughs> Hashtag trade 30. Look, you'll, you'll never be able to convince me that this team isn't ultimately better long-term without Randall. I know he had a nice second half. I don't even want to know if I want to say that. He had a nice fourth quarter. Made the right plays. We were duped early in the season that he that was going to be, you know, he's going to be more of that guy. He is still a starting player who is not a center. Um, and he shot one of five from three tonight. And I think as um, I forget who who tweeted this out. I apologize. I'm not giving credit where credit is due. Somebody tweeted out. He shot one of five and his percentage went up. It's not great. I, I just it's really tough to win that way. If you have two players in the starting five who don't shoot threes. Now, if you try to minimize his lack of three point shooting by having him effectively be the center on offense, well, then that's a different story. But are we getting that? How much are we getting it? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Thanks for that one, uh, TK. Brian Carey, what's going on, Brian? Never thought I'd say this, but Cam Reddish turned the game for us in the fourth. 100%. I think more than Obi. I think Cam turned it. Because Obi was in there for a while and they were struggling. And then Cam came in and it was a jolt of, a jolt of life. Um, bad IQ game and Cam's D got us stops and into the offensive flow. Yeah, I probably misspoke earlier when I said I, I thought quickly played a good game. Um, I... I <laughs> I like this defense. I thought this defense was good. Offensively, I think it was maybe a little bit of a rough a rough go for him uh, with the shots and the turnovers. But even him, I'll, I'll give him this. 
his bad offensive games, and this was a bad offensive game, they don't leave me feeling like, man, get that dude off the court. Whereas with, you know, the, the usual suspects with Randall, with Fournier, and maybe that's just because of a usage thing. And maybe that's uh, it's because of a lot of things. I can you know, IQ doesn't leave me feeling that way. Anyway, your point is about Cam and it's well taken. Great Cam game. Cam, Cam, save, Cam save the game. Uh, Kenny Rose, what's going on, Kenny? Wow. Still struggling with Randall and RJ on the court together. We will take it against a depleted team. Play Obi. Um, this tweet, I do remember. Uh, Jared Dubin tweeted out, and I think uh, Fred retweeted it, and I, I probably retweeted it. Um, but Randall and RJ, and I wrote about this earlier this week, so I'll pat myself on the back a little bit. Not that I discovered this, but like whatever. Um, they're not, they don't really make sense together. Like they don't complement each other in any way. You want to tell me that what they did at the end of the game was like scratching the surface of maybe figuring out way a way that those two dudes can be on the court together and have it make sense because you're kind of switching everything and they both give you good, good size. RJ, like RJ being here, here's a, here's, I'll throw them a bone. RJ being able to play the two where you're switching pretty much everything. And you could even switch with Brunson because he's so he's stout. And like, obviously you, you want to be careful about getting Brunson switched onto like Joel Embiid or like Carl Anthony towns or, or, or Nikola Jokic. Like there's limitations to it, but like against most NBA teams with, with that lineup, RJ cam, Julius Obi switch everything. And that is a benefit to having those two dudes there. And then RJ makes up for a little bit of the difference on the defensive glass, which with Randall and Obi, you're going to get killed. So, you know, I mean, but in terms of, you know, of them having chemistry together, I, I agree with Jared's tweet. Um, they just, there's not like stagger them more, just stagger them more. I think they should be staggered more. We'll see if they, we'll see if Tibbs does that. <laughs> Sam Frenzel, what's going on, Sam? What just happened? I don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> Ten man should be. Okay, here we go. Ten man rotation. RJ, OB, IQ, Grimes, Hartenstein, Randall, Cam, Rose, Bronson, Mitchell Robinson. Um, love your stuff. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. You know, it, <sighs> wouldn't it be funny after the having the 11 guys for 10 spots. We arrived at a situation where he ended up with a nine man rotation and Rose was out. I don't want to pour dirt on, on Derek Rose's grave just yet. I, I it's early. He's coming off an injury. He's playing himself into better condition, but it was interesting tonight that he was, I mean, played the man played seven minutes, Played seven minutes. Didn't check into the game in the second half. Um, so I wonder, and a few people brought it up earlier in the year, and I poo pooed it because I didn't think it was going to happen. I, I did not. I was, and I, maybe I think it, it looks like I'm way off base. But Rose taking on the Taj role, kind of not quite the same because Taj got a lot of. Oh, was that was that you, Andrew? Okay, I don't want to give you any credit, so forget I said that. Um, I, you know, Taj got a lot of DMPs. I don't know if we're there with Rose yet. I don't know if we're there with Rose yet. We'll see. Um. See what happens. Robert Cross. 
<laughs> Tom with a great tweet. Shout out uh, Tom Piccolo. Shout out um, Spencer Perlman. Uh, hung out on the halftime Zoom tonight. I know Spencer was watching before. Uh, Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. Our chat was prescient. Now, Tibbs is the key to getting the most out of the dynamic roster. Have, hashtag 53 wins. Funny shit happens in an NBA season, man. Funny stuff happens. You know, we, we thought this season was going to go a certain way. <laughs> Doesn't look like it's... I, it's going on. And again, we're, we're really, we're sitting here. We're really excited tonight. Would it shock anybody? Would it shock anyone if Tibbs reverted back to form tomorrow and moving forward? Would that really shock you? Would it really? Because it wouldn't shock me. You know, he, he'll, he'll, he could, you know, say, oh, that was matchup dependent. The Sixers didn't have a center and this and that and like yada, yada, yada. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's why we watch the games. This is a, this is a fun night, though. Uh, TK with another one. Fournier has mailed it in. If it's not obvious, the front office has to make a move soon because something is awfully wrong with this team. Um, I, To me, Fournier has not played like a guy who wants minutes. Fournier is playing like a guy who is, reg- I mean, who took the money. And he's living with the reality of taking the money. And I, sorry, uh, still under the weather. And I, I, you know, I don't want to kill the front office tonight, but he took the money because no one else was giving him anywhere close to that much money. And that's the reality. And I know, I think he talked after the signing about how he had other options or this or that. Like, come on. Think he was getting that much money from somewhere else? That was a bad deal. It's a bad deal. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I, I, it sure as shit doesn't feel like he has a role on this team. We'll see. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. Ready to win money and boost your odds? 
WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Reverend John Ortiz. What's going on, Reverend? It's Obi's time to shine. Said it once, I'll say it again. Get Fournier off this team. Amen to that. Much love to KFS and my brother, Andrew J. Claudio. Hi, John. And you too, Reverend John. I Clearly, I just have all these reverends rolling, running around in my life just saying what's up. So shout out to you, John. And I also got to give a quick shout out. And that's why I jumped on when... The other John said, what's up? Um, not only was tonight a big night for the Knicks and Tom Thibodeau breaking patterns, John, but we do this thing before every game called the KFS pregame show. I know where you're going with this. Okay. So first of all, download the WinBet app uh, and vi- or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download, bet, win. That's our friends over at WinBet. Guys, please take advantage. They've been really good to us. Um, They gave us some lines before the game started. And before every game, we do a segment called Betting and Sweating between me and XJ and Mensa and Sean. And we each select one, one line that we're betting a hypothetical $100 chip. Well, I came into this night, this game, um... Not having won a game, not having converted one. I was 0 for 7. So I had not gotten one bet correctly. I was minus 700 for the year. So the four bets we went with tonight were, in fact, I'll just spoil it. Tonight, we made history. Not only did I get mine correct, a four for four night for the KFS oh, yes. pregame show. Brunson over 16 and a half hits. Nick's money line in the first half hits. Obi top in 10 plus points and assists. Wait a minute. What? The last one, Nick's double result. That means they'll only have to win both halves. They did win both halves. Did they? They, they won the second half. No, they had to be up at halftime, up at the end of the game. Oh, that's how double result win uh, yes. uh, goes. Okay, I thought they had to win each half individually. No, okay. you just you have to be winning at the at the half. So you basically Got you're it. picking who's winning at half and who's winning at the end of the game. Got so you're teaching me about gambling. Thank you, Andrew, and thank you, WinBet. Yes, thank you to our best friends at WinBet. Again, download the WinBet app now or go to www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download, bet, win. Stick okay. around for a minute. You can I hang will out. stick around for a minute. Oh, wow, I get to hang out, guys. Look at us. Look at us. I got to go find the comments. Here we go. Next up. Greg Moran, what's going on, Greg? Obi and Cam closing together. Um ooh. Insert Paul Rudd hot ones. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Look at us. Uh, who would have thunk it? Not me. Yeah, no. Uh, again, 
And tomorrow, and the funny thing, tomorrow, and somebody uh, brought this up. Somebody, somebody brought this up when I think on the halftime Zoom. Uh, I think I want to say it was Jason uh, that Cam is going to have to get a ton of time tomorrow because they're playing Boston, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are two big wings. Guess who should be guarding them? Mm-hmm. You can make an argument that Cam Reddish should play forty-eight minutes tomorrow night against Celtics. So uh, it hasn't been brought up yet tonight. So this this super chat by Greg about Cam closing. Can can I mention Cam starting as a possibility? So I w- I'll just I'll say it. I don't really give a fuck at this point. Uh, um, what I had heard earlier today was that Grimes was going to start for Fournier, but I uh, I, I want to catch these words. You already started down this road. You got to finish. I'll just say it wouldn't. It, I I think there may there may 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 be some. I'll do it like Ian Bagley does, right? Some figures of influence. What does he say in the organization, or some people of influence in the organization, right? That's, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carefully words it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I, I think there may be some curiosity to that idea to, of camp starting, and um, I do think the intention was always Grimes, Grimes, Grimes all the way for Fournier from the beginning of the preseason. Then he got hurt, but I, I think there's definitely that curiosity there. Um, I don't know if they're going to act on it. Well, you know, um, and I don't think Grimes should get a game and then be done. You know, Grimes is still rusty. He's coming back. Let's give him time. Let's see what he could do. Just because you start Grimes doesn't mean you still can't play Cam with the starters a lot. You hit it, though. The seven Derrick Rose minutes we got tonight. Say they do go my he's the new Taj idea. There's also 14 other 14 other um Evan 48 minutes that could become available. And well, if, that's, you just, if you disperse that amongst Cam and Grimes and more quickly minutes, Andrew, I mean, this is a nine man rotation. Pretty there's soon. a really interesting team here where there's nine, nine guys. And you want to talk about all kinds of options and switchability and, and talk about a team with a nice defensive ceiling too. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, between quickly and Cam and Grimes and RJ off ball uh, and Mitch, we haven't, you know, I haven't mentioned Mitch. But again, like if you're like the, he threw the, can we just agree? He threw the rule book out tonight, right? Who? Tibbs. Tibbs? He threw the rule yes. book out the window. All of his defense, all of his principles that he lives by. He was like, "Fuck it, I might not have a job tomorrow." Okay. You know? Threw the rule book out the window. What's to say th- that like on some nights Mitchell Robinson plays eighteen minutes and Hartenstein plays eighteen minutes, and then we see what we saw tonight for. Nine minutes or whatever. So however many minutes a half, six minutes a half. I I more echo the sentiment you just had of like, would it surprise you if he just goes back to his old ways? What I will say, regardless of who it was against, you cannot tell me it didn't work tonight. Like, so this whole thing of like it wasn't effective when we tried it that he said in the preseason, it's not real. You saw it be very effective tonight when you went to Randall and Obi next to each other. You now have a 10 minute sample size that saved a game and maybe your job. Now it's time to give it a lot more time and just show me it actually fails. Give me a 200 minute sample size of it failing. And then I'd be like, you know what? Tom Thibodeau, Tom Coach of the Year. Why don't I have to? And here, and here's the final point. Then we'll get to the next Super Chat. And you, I, I understand he's not looking at it like this. I understand the front office is not looking at it like this. I understand there's a lot of fans who are not looking at it like this. But if it fails, guess what, fellas? You weren't winning dick this year anyway. So, <laughs> Jesus, John. <laughs> You're not wrong either. So I'm not wrong. Just ship everybody out and we're we're back in the Wimpanyama sweepstakes. By the way, 
That, I know. That I, I watched some of it. Oh, my game. God. That I watched some of it. I just... The, I I don't know what to expect when he's in the league next year. I don't know. I, I Victor Wembanyama. I understand when you suddenly start seeing teams just passing the ball to each other in the but second that, half of the season. But that but that's why if there was ever a year to experiment and let the chips fall where they may, and if the, the chips fun. fall and you and you get some winners where they fall, great, awesome. And if you don't. Take your chances. Take and, your chances. Yeah. yeah. I get All right. It. Next up, Super Chat. Juanon. <laughs> the best, just the best name. <laughs> the soul of Nick's Twitter took over Tim's body tonight like one of the mod stars. That's a good comp. Uh, only explanation. That said, more of Obi and Reddish, please. What the fuck did we just watch? Um, I, I want to talk about Obi for a second because like, there was that moment there at the beginning of the fourth quarter where he was forcing it. And um, I was like... Oh, you know, is like is Tibbs feeling like, uh, you know what? At this point, screw it. I'm just going to leave out there. And Obi maybe was feeling like, well, I'm just going to start doing my thing, whatever. And and it was not great there for a very little bit. The three point shot is real, and I retweeted a Wasserman tweet, or I said a Wasserman tweet, yeah, the John top. Wasserman tweet before. The three point shot is real. It's just real. If he's taking the and it's a quality of the threes he's taken. This is not like oh, there's no one within 15 feet of Obi Toppin. He's loading up. These are not Jonas Valanciunas threes. We've seen not you know we're not talking like Steph movement threes, but we're we're it's it's somewhere in the middle there. These are real three pointers he's hitting, and he's hitting them on volume, and he's hitting them without hesitation, and he's trying stuff. Guess what? Let him try stuff. I agree. That's it. Yeah, I co-sign. Yeah. Um, TK also the defensive lapses from Brunson and the team show with AB uh, 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 Burks. Oh my God. I can't, I forgot Alec Burks' <laughs> first name starting last year. Everyone is used to switch everything. Defense seems like there's still a lot of confusion there. Yeah. I tweeted it out. There was a moment um, in the trade 30. What? Hashtag trade 30. Hashtag th- trade 30. I, there you go. Um, I think it was in the third quarter where RJ and Jalen botched the switch to, and it resulted in Tyrese Maxey, uh, who's having a bit of a game, mm-hmm. being wide open for three. Like, yeah, that's an issue. Uh, we'll see. That'll get better, though. That See, that's the type of thing where, like, I, I trust that will get better and it'll get better and it'll they'll look better together. The, the whole point of this super chat is that they're used to doing something with another guy. Like, this is where giving it more than eight games to them to figure out the switches is, is important. The problem we were running into, I don't know how you feel, is that you need all five guys to want to make it work. And I, I'm i not like trying to throw too much shade at Evan Fournier. Like, God bless him. And then if he wants to go be the most expensive man on the bench this season, go ahead. I just, there just was an effort level that was lacking from the first seven games that, you know, doesn't happen if you have seven, five, seven, if you have five guys that are actually trying. And this may be, this certainly is the ultimate in wishful thinking on my part. Mm-hmm. I bet you, if you ran a, a switch or a, a switch scheme, maybe not switch everything scheme, but a, a scheme that is heavy on switching, I bet you you'd get some nice engagement from Julius. I bet you you'd get some hmm. nice engagement on from Julius, and it would be an improvement from Julius. 
And uh, shout out Dallas Amico. I think he tweeted about something along these lines in the preseason when we were talking about the possibilities of like Obi and Randall playing together and this and that. And I think he tweeted like, he, you know, there's no reason why Julius can't be switching like two through five. Like, you know what the issues are going to be. And those issues are real. And there are limitations and there are going to be teams and lineups. You're not going to be able to play that against. But it's an option for this team. It has to be an option for this team moving forward. Carolina Knicks fan, what's going on? Uh, I'm with Macri and Andrew. I'm so confused with this game. I don't know how to feel. I guess I'm happy. Go Knicks. I'm happy. How can you not be happy? It's good. It's a big win. Again, it's a happy confusion. It's like, uh, what just happened? You know, this wasn't like Jalen Brunson went off or Julius Randle went off or like those have made sense when a, a basketball player gets hot. We saw rotations that in our weirdest, like we've gotten those questions before from people. Like what is like a, a five man lineup that you would have wanted to see? And it's like, oh, well, because of Tibbs, I, I can't say what I'd really want to see. So I'll be conservative. Not even any of my like crazy. Let's see if that what this looks like lineups included Cam Reddish closing a game next to Obi Toppin and Julius Randle. I mean, you know? I feel a little funny saying this because quickly is not a part of it. And I absolutely think quickly is awesome. But if you were to say what's the highest ceiling lineup on the team, I'm pretty sure it's the lineup we just saw closing the game. Yes. I agree. Um, Again, can't rebound for shit. Need to see him against real size. All take, take, take all like, yes, those, those caveats need to be said, but that's a lineup that I want to see more of. It just is. Um, Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Man, Obi and Cam, say what you will. I'm so excited for Obi. He was awesome. I'll defend Quentin Grimes. Good on defense. So happy he went to Obi and Randall. Um, tomorrow, Tom post Tom post game. I, I don't know if Tib said something in the post game or not. Oh, Tom, yes, he was because uh, he, he. That's right. Kevin had DM me saying he can't wait to see. Oh. Can't, Wait just to see what Tibbs says in the post game, which I haven't gotten any tweets about, by the way. I haven't either. They're celebrating. Um, I don't know. Okay. I, I, hope no, I have no idea why. I hope they are. Yeah, no, listen, I'm not worried about Grimes. Grimes will be fine. Grimes is too hard a worker. He's too steady. He's he's going to be fine. Uh, yeah. Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. Which contract is more valuable right now? Randall or Fournier? Love those guys. I bet you do. Hashtag 53 wins. Uh, I'll talk. That's, you, you know, man, that's a great question. That's a great question. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Well done, Robert Cross. My, I think my I, immediate answer, my immediate thought is Fournier because of the shooting and because there's fewer years. It, I can't trade Randall and say go play off ball. Evan Fournier is a player who I think on a lot of teams in the league would be a a 10 to 15 minute reserve who in high level playoff series might like might might get might not get on the court because he's he's a defensive liability and you and I'm talking like finals maybe conference finals, right? Like end of the like second halves of those sorts of games. That's not like you still need guys. Like you still need players. So like he'd play, he'd, he'd certainly play. 
I think, on every team. Randall, you're telling me there's not a team out there that wouldn't talk itself into or doesn't have the lineup, doesn't have the lineup um, flexibility, the, 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 the personnel to be able to run him out there as a six man and wreck havoc for 25 minutes game in the sorts of lineups like, oh, by the way, we just saw. Uh, that's a great question. I, it, maybe it's an easy, obvious answer for some people. It's close for me. I mean, I just, the question is not who's like, who I know, I want, but, like it's who's more, what, I know. Who contracts more valuable, but like nobody's ever going to look at uh, on this contract. Nobody will ever, 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 ever say, Oh, Evan Fournier, he's an asset. No, he's a liability on this contract. I wonder, can Julius Randle get to a place on in the right situation, on the right roster, where somebody is like, yeah, we that dude's an important part of our team. He's anchoring our bench units in how, you know, in, in what he's able to do. I don't know. Probably not. You made a point earlier that he went one for five from three tonight and his three-point percentage went up. Like yeah, Fournier is probably the right answer in the in a league where shooting is so valuable. That's why like Fournier is just not the right fit for the Knicks. They're in, and plus in like four months he's an expiring contract. You know, <laughs> I'm already thinking contract. of I'm already thinking of him as Evan Fournier's expiring contract. <laughs> okay, um, Matt down under the ultimate Knicks Twitter justification win. Agenda for more Obi minutes is justified. Agenda for Randall Obi is justified. Even Cam agenda is justified. All the agendas. All the agendas are justified. That's why this is like the most fascinating. And they get right back at it tomorrow night, I'm, which I'm very happy about because we don't have to go through like multiple days of conversation about this game. It's like it's a Saturday playing tomorrow. Let's see what happens. Let's see I, what goes on. I mentioned to Mensa when we were getting ready for the pregame show that I when I used to watch baseball, um, this is what I loved about the sport that you have 24 hours to either enjoy an exhilarating win or to get over a depressing loss unless it's the last game of the season. And with basketball, like where we were at the end of Wednesday's game, it was a good 48 hours of like gloom and doom and the sky is quite literally falling. A lot um, of ugliness. Yeah, and we get to enjoy this for 24 hours. We're back at it again tomorrow. And we will get back to it. James Pascal. What's going on, James? First time back in the chat this season. Thank you for joining, James. Thank you for the contribution. Crazy win. Good perseverance from the squad. Great work from you guys, as always. Thank you. Appreciate that, James. Hoping to get back in here as much as I can after games. Hashtag let's go next. Thank you. That was really nice. Um, Thank you, James. We we appreciate you. Appreciate you indeed. Hush, uh, Hush Sue. What's going on, man? Um, lastly, it's not talked about how much Obi has improved from year one. Seriously, so proud of him, and he deserves so many more minutes. Hashtag trade 30. So, <laughs> look, I, I'm not, I will not begrudge anyone who just who, who has this view. Why would I? Why would yeah. anybody? I was calling for it. I couldn't understand why he got the whole most of almost the entire first quarter and then Andrew, got put he, back in. He Seven played six minutes. minutes. Yeah. In the uh, first uh, half, yeah. OB. I, I will lead, lean on the great, the great Benji Ritholtz. You either believe in this player or you do not. And I'm sorry, that is on the organization because if you have a coach 
who's not going to, who just is just steadfastly refuses, then get rid of the coach. Yeah. Or force the coach to play the player. One of those two things. And if you're too much of a chicken shit to do that, or not chicken, I don't know, whatever reason, then like, what are you, again, what are you doing? What are you, what is Obi Toppin showing you or not showing you behind the scenes that he doesn't warrant him getting an extended look in these games? I should also mention, I have no idea. I have no idea if this matters or if it was just like this happens on benches sometime. A buddy of mine was at the game in Philly tonight and tweeted at me, you and Jeremy that Obi got into it with one of the assistant coaches and the, they had to be separated. Ironically, really? At, ironically, when they came back into the game, that's what they were down 10 and that started the, the run that eventually led to them taking the lead. I wonder what it was over. Whatever it was, it worked. So we should get into it with assistant coaches more often. But but like again, is this a player who's getting frustrated with being on this on this in this franchise because he's not getting enough minutes? Is that is that what spurred tonight's extended minutes? Like you know, there's a lot that could that we don't know. There's a lot that we don't know. Yeah, but the production is what the production is, and the production is good. And the effect on the team, generally speaking, when he's out there is good. And for the few times that he goes in there and it's like, yeah, that wasn't a great Obi stint. You're that's not enough to justify to not put him out there for more time. It, it's it's enough already. It's enough. It's not a contender. See what you have. Um, ADW Paradise. OK, honestly, we all agree. Evan is out of the rotation. Cam should start with RJ Grimes. Cam should start with RJ, Grimes off oh. the bench, and IQ and Rose should be the new. It's, let me rephrase this. Let me try this again. Yeah. Cam should, <laughs> punctuation Cam, next time, bro. Cam should start <laughs> with RJ, Grimes off the bench with IQ, and Rose should be the new Taj. Love you guys' work. Thank um, you. Is there any Nick fan out there who thinks Evan Fortier should still remain in the rotation? Uh, his family? Oh, <laughs> That's all I got. Like, I, I just, you're not moving. The, the contract is not going to change in terms of its marketability. He's, he's an $18 million expiring contract, 74 games ahead of that. But we're already there. And it ain't changing. Nothing he, I'm sorry, nothing he does in the next 50 games before the trade deadline is going to materially change. If, if a team wants to trade for a shooting, they're going to trade for a shooting and you're going to have to take back some bad money. And they're going to, they're going to be like, you know what? We got this albatross sitting on our roster right now. Uh, the Knicks are willing to attach a pick, you know, maybe one of the protected picks. Like that's the sort of trade. But again, that gets back to the spots in the rotation. Interesting what they do. Someone in the chat is saying the OB incident was with Rick Brunson. <laughs> <laughs> that would be okay. I need more people that were there to comment on this, please. Anybody that was there, please hit us up. I'll pay attention to the chat. Kind of wonder if we should hit up uh, any of the, any of the beat guys. Uh, I'm sure oh. not because Tibbs would just be like, that's normal in game stuff. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky one more. This may be the turning point due to Obi Randall decisions. I, again, Let's see what happens tomorrow. Is it a turning point or is it a blip on the radar? Is it a mouse fart in the wind? 